This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Metal Shop here on 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle, in studio right now with a band called Harm's Way on tour, touring on their first Metal Blade Records release, post-human killer album, and uh, we've been playing the hell out of it here on Metal Shop. They're from Chicago. Welcome to Seattle, guys. Yes. Well, welcome back. I mean, you guys have been here (laughs) a few times in in the past... uh, you know, a few years, so. And thanks for coming in. Absolutely. So what we'll do is we'll kind of just swing around the room real quick, say your name, what you do in the band, and we'll move forward from there. All right. Uh, I'm Bo. I play guitar. I'm Casey. I play bass. Uh, I'm James. I am the vocalist. I'm Chris, and I play drums. So shout out to the one member we're missing, (laughs) holding it down. (laughs) To Nick, eating somewhere. Hope he got some good food. The Seattle vegan eats. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So your new album, Post Human, uh, first record on Metal Blade. I guess, how's it been? Metal Blade, it's a huge move. I mean, like, one of the top three metal labels, probably the top metal label in the world. It's a huge move. Uh, you know, has have have you guys noticed like a a real like dramatic shift in like uh, in in the amount of people that have come out to your shows just for the simple fact that it's on Metal Blade? Yeah, it's definitely been a cool experience thus far. Um, you know, we've seen it in our shows, especially supporting uh, Post Human. There's been a much more eclectic crowd coming to the shows. Yeah. So, you know. It's a polite kids, way to put it. Metalheads, uh, <laughs> yeah, punk kids, you know, weirdos, just everybody's kind of coming out. It's it's a, it's a very diverse group of people coming to these shows, so we've definitely seen the, um, or watched the growth that has kind of come with, with the album, for sure. Well, I've seen it, I mean, over just by being a fan of the band, I saw you guys uh, a long time ago with Terror here in Seattle, oh, wow. and then just a few years back, I saw you guys open for At the Gates and Decapitated down in Pomona. Ooh, wow. So, I mean, oh, yeah. just that dramatic shift, is, is it's cool that you guys have a kind of sound that can uh, bridge that gap, you know, kind of a crossover. Uh, hardcore and metal and then tonight you guys have a post-punk band which is really cool and i wanted to ask you guys about that like well you have a band called soft kill from portland uh kind of goth post-punk sound uh if you were to look at it on paper it might not make sense but was there uh did you guys like purposely try to make like a mixed bill there are you guys friends with the band or what what was the move there we have we've been a, a fan of that band for a minute yeah um and we just kind of reached out to them, and then when they played Chicago on a recent tour, we went to the show and kind of yeah. met everybody, and um, everything. everybody's really cool, and they kind of um, come from the same background as us and, like, have been into hardcore, and, you know, there was a lot of similar wavelength-type stuff going on, yeah. and, and it was just the kind of thing where we hadn't been to the, the Pacific Northwest in a minute, sure. and we couldn't make it up on our most recent headliner, so it was like, well, before we start... Warp Tour. Let's do a weekend of shows up there. Who can we get? And and we really were kind of racking our brains with like what to do yeah. and how to kind of diversify and, and something like that. So it's definitely something we were actively trying to do was get a, a different kind of bill. And um, I just 
asked uh, Toby from Softkill if they would be into it, and it, it really developed very quickly from there. So they were fully on board, and, and so far, I mean, we've only it's only been one show, but so yeah. far it's been uh, <laughs> yeah. well. It good. sounds like it's sonically different, like mm-hmm. but but ethically, like maybe the same kind exactly. of coming from the same backgrounds and stuff. So. You know, I got some. I'm kind of curious about the Warp Tour final run because yeah, they're, it's they're the not, last year of Warp. They're tour. not coming to Seattle, man. Mm-hmm. They're a little bummed about that because you know we've all been going to the Warp Tour since we were. Hey, mom, can you take me to the Warp Tour? <laughs> you know what I mean. So, what do you guys expect from that? Obviously, it's a really wide. It's gonna be a grinding like, summer for you guys. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. How long are you guys gonna be out on the? Are you doing the whole run? Yeah. So we're doing pretty much like the first four and a half weeks of it. Damn. Um, right. Cool. We kind of drop off the last ten days, um, so we'll miss kind of one of the more grueling uh, parts of the tour when it goes through Florida and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> the most yeah, grueling yeah. part. Yeah. So, so it might be a little blessing in disguise, but... Um, You'll obviously be the, the headliner of the whole event, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah, main, main stage last night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but awesome. yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting experience for us. Obviously, it's something we've never done before. And we're going to be playing in front of, you know, a range of, of people. Just uh, Again, a bit, eclectic. Quite the eclectic crowd. Oh, I remember <laughs> seeing Flogging Molly and Throwdown at the same yeah. day. But yeah, that's kind yeah, of the yeah. point, right? It, it, like, ties into what we were saying about the soft kill shows. Is it's like, that's the idea. Mm-hmm. You want you can't play to the same people every tour. You want to try to diversify. It's like preaching to the choir, you know? Yeah, and sure. so if you play to a different audience, you'll get, you know, people that might not have uh, seen your, your name on a flyer, but then they're they're j- uh, jamming your band on, on Spotify and then picking yeah. up your record next time you're through. Yeah. yeah our, uh, our our third man, Ryan, went last year and Knocked Loose was playing. Yeah. And they were like, yo, I've never seen that many people more terrified <laughs> in their whole life. So go see, uh, go see Harm's Way at the Warped Tour. That leads me to my next question, though. Like, you guys probably went to the Warped Tour when you were kids, right? Saw yeah. some of those bands. Everyone, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So what? What was the light bulb moment for you? Did it happen there? What you know, like what made you? What was that moment in your life? Any specific like anecdotes about a record, a song, a moment? You were like, damn, I got to get into heavy music, man. This is my world now. I mean, I I guess I'll I'll take this one. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is James the vocalist. Um, basically, when I was younger, my my dad was always really into music. So I was always around a lot of, you know, metal, classic That's a good rock. influence, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, <clears throat> I guess, like, I remember I was either in second or third grade. Uh, for Christmas, my aunt got me every Metallica CD. Oh, that's that awesome. Wow. Um, so <laughs> Welcome was, to the party, pal. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just remember, like, you know, Master of Puppets, uh, Ride the Lightning, yeah. Injustice, and the Black Album, all, you know, they must have been, you know, four for twenty dollars or something yeah you must have been pretty young at that age yeah yeah i guess what ten nine or ten perfect um but i guess that was kind of my first introduction of you know listening to heavy music um you know prior to that uh my dad had always kind of showed me some stuff but you know it was more more classic rock sure but metallica obviously is still music yeah i mean that's the important sure yeah absolutely but that that was i guess my kind of my first intro and then it kind of built up from there, and I remember my most fond uh, Warped Tour experience was I was in eighth grade. I went to see AFI. Yep. Awesome. Um, and it was right before they put out uh, The Art of Drowning. Ooh. That's a good era of AFI. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, and I always remembered it. <laughs> Davey, ha- <laughs> Davey Havoc was, was very anti-sun that day, and, and he, he refused to stand in any part of the stage that had, uh, that had sun. Did he have a parasol with him? <laughs> I, I don't, Blocking I, out the sun? I honestly, he was very, I mean, this was the kind of the crossover of, of getting more and more goth. Yeah. Um, but that, that was always, that was easily the best uh, 
experience I've ever had. Uh, you probably for. never forget it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we quote it. Often. So, do you guys have like, have you had it ever had like a young kid come up to you or somebody that was like, "Wow, man, this is so cool"? Like, ha- what's your experience like with younger fans? Because coming from the hardcore scene, we all did. It's kind of a younger scene, you know. Mm-hmm. You know how that goes. What was a moment? Uh, ha- if there have been any, where somebody came up and they were like, you noticed that you had made a change. For Maybe some, it was like their first yeah. show. You know, I don't know if anything off the top of my head, but there's certainly, I mean, James, you could probably speak to this better than me, but there are certainly people who have had an impact on their life on just like James being a uh, a lifter guy. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. That certainly like impacts and influences people. And and as a, as somebody who's not a lifter guy, sure, and who's kind of objectively behind that and watching my friend like influence people in a very what I think a very positive way, like right. That's crazy. I think that's really awesome. And it's, you know, that's not like our band per se. Like yeah. it's not really like our, right. our message isn't necessarily like get in the gym, you know. But it certainly <laughs> is three hundred. Like, yeah. It certainly is a. Uh, um, an aspect of the band yeah. that people saw a lot of people identify with and, and kind of connect with. And I think that that's cool. Even though the last thing I want to do is go to the gym. <laughs> well, I mean, specifically, I remember the first time I saw Harm's Way, I think was probably on MySpace mm. or, or yep. maybe Facebook. I don't know, but it was, it was the photo of James with a ski mask on Dude, shirtless. That's the photo. And that just <laughs> that's that no put you guys on my radar. And I was no, like, I got to check this out. We we've, have said multiple times that that is actually the photo that did get a lot. Of, there, there are, what, three things. There was the pentagram long sleeve that we put out yep. and everyone bought. And the picture, and then what was the other thing? Like the 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 video of that. Set. There's a, yeah, there's like a there's a video of one of our shows the first time we played California, and there's a fight <laughs> yeah, by, by our friend uh, Colin Young. Right, yeah. Shout out Colin Young. What's yeah. up, Colin? Twitching Thank, tongues. Thanks, yeah. Colin. You know it's. Uh, <laughs> Dude, you got to shout out Zach Wolf, too, yeah. man. Yeah, that's Zach right. Wolf he, took took photo. Photo. he took the photo. Yeah, but yeah. and it sounds funny to say, but that was legitimately we noticed a sudden like. Increase on Up it spike, was MySpace yeah. at the yeah. time of yeah. that's of pre-viral viral yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was wild Bridge and you know board. what it definitely helped when I saw the videos of James at Burning Fight doing like <laughs> feet first like dives into the pit like went, that okay yeah. it was pretty gnarly we, yeah <laughs> so James is that are you are you a power are you a competitive power lifter um I I don't know I guess I would say I have competed okay. it's not like the focal point of my life yeah. necessarily, but um, I do I do enjoy powerlifting and that style of training. And whenever I have the chance, I get I, I try to compete. Um, obviously, it's not as easy um, when you're on tour. Yeah, is that difficult time. on tour? Do you yeah, do you do have you like a maintain that or I I I try to sneak in. Yeah, yeah I mean I, I have you know Chris and I and I've said this a lot of times, but uh, you know we go to the YMCA. Sure, they kind of honor. Your membership anywhere you go, and that's awesome. Then I'll visit various uh, powerlifting gyms or whatever. So it's, it's uh it's not easy. But if you want to get something done and you want it to be a part of your life, then hey, you got to keep up the appearance, man. Of course, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the thing. If that's what your band known, yeah. what if what if you were to show up one day and you're like overweight and people are like, that's not freaking harm's way, man. Exactly, yeah. What the hell? It's just more dangerous. It's <laughs> not the record I bought. Hey, so would you say that that show you referenced with the photo and everything was that one of the gnarliest shows you guys have ever played? What's one of the wildest rea- reactions you guys have gotten like in your memory? Could be anything. You know? uh, we played the Tower in Cleveland once. And people quite literally tore the room apart. Like, oh man! Tore a door House off. Destruction party. Yeah, that that venue um, was kind of infamous infamous for being like really really wild. Like, but like not 
necessarily dangerously wild. Like I remember there's a whole thing where they would like pour marbles on the ground in a mosh pit. Oh, wow. like kind of acne falling Good luck, around. two steppers. Yeah. Uh, so we, we played and this was kind of almost close to that, that time period from, yeah. from that one show. That, that show we keep referencing was from Florida. This is for you fest. Okay. Yeah. Well, there, okay, was, okay. there was two. There's yeah. So there's a show. Uh, this is for you fest in Florida, yeah. where where the infamous photos the were taken. Was taken. <laughs> right. And this was like James in his glory days of of just being probably the most angriest person I knew, and he was just <laughs> taking all that aggression out on the crowd at that time. Obviously, we've kind of evolved since then. And then the second show was in Southern California, San Bernardino. Like San Bernardino. There's a huge fight. We refuse to stop playing at that time. Just a, keep going. A no chair goes what. flying. D seven. Yeah. <laughs> fight music, baby. And then and then that, and then fighting, that that got a lot of attention, um, for better or for worse. So. But yeah, so the tower show was pretty wild. The North Carolina show where people tore oh, the yeah. barricade down was pretty Dude, cool. Dude, they too. tore. Jesus. There was man. a barricade. <laughs> yeah, it was on a Code Orange tour in 2015. There was a barricade like normal in front of the stage, but it was like bolted into the ground like it was really in there and people oh, so literally they, they got ripped it out, it out. they're wow. like not anymore yeah. the venue was real stoked <laughs> yeah <laughs> got, got to mention the the halloween show where we wore actual pumpkins, pumpkins on our yeah. heads <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that was early on as well is that in chicago your hometown it was uh, in northwest, northwest indiana. indiana cool yeah. and uh as soon as it started we all took them off and smashed them and it was a basement <laughs> It smelled real great, probably. Yeah. <laughs> there was literally pumpkin covering the entire person's basement, <laughs> and it was just—it was very violent. I remember very that. violent for everyone. Yeah. I was just throwing pieces of pumpkin like full speed <laughs> into the just crowd. Right in your face. It was nicknamed the Basement Destruction Show. Yeah, that's not, right. okay. Let's everyone book this band. You'll be yeah, you'll right. so yeah. Dumb. Hey, this, this is this is old. This is old. Yeah, yeah this, is long, this is almost ten years ago now. So I mean, it, on that same vein, like obviously we've all you guys have been involved in hardcore and metal now, especially with Metal Blade. First of all, congratulations on that. I guess we Thank didn't you. say Thank that you. yet. That's really really cool. How and the, we could go on for this about we could ha- start a whole new podcast about this. <laughs> How have you seen hardcore and metal and heavy underground music change since you started to where you are now? Ooh, right? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think everybody we would kind of agree that the biggest impact on all, all guitar music is a new term that I've, I've become really fond guitar of. Guitar music. Guitar music okay. uh, is is got to be social media streaming services. Mm-hmm. It's just the the way in which people get their music and like, hear about new bands. The attention span is so brief and so right. short. And there's so many bands. And you you have the length of a scroll on Instagram. You know, like that's how much time you have to grab someone's attention. Swipe in. Yeah. Yep. It's just just keep on scrolling. So, um, that's that's big. I mean, I remember we were just talking about this the other day. Um, where before, like, the era of social media, like, you would never know that um, one of your favorite, whoever, musicians who you thought was, like, a mysterious wizard locked up somewhere in a tower has, right. like, kitty cats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you would never... <laughs> it's got a soft side. Yeah. It, like, so I think it, it does a lot to break down um, barriers, both good and bad. Yeah. But it's certainly, like, it's an interestingly transparent time to, like be in a band and especially in like a hey we're a metal band do you think that takes (laughs) away some of the mystique from it yeah yeah absolutely i mean it's got to be a kind of a double-edged sword a little bit Mm -hmm. i mean you guys are you aware of the axe to grind podcast Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. a lot of those other cats like that's another thing is you got people kind of like we're doing right now just sitting in a room talking about music Yeah. yeah which is really cool because you get to hear from your favorite musicians and this and that and just being real and like actually like down to earth, yeah. Absolutely. And so you can kind of relate. Yeah, I'm not. So I'm not both. saying it's like 
a terrible thing, the pendulum certainly swings both ways right. in, in both good and negative because there's something cool about being a kid and like getting, I don't, I don't know, whatever, getting, getting, uh, well, cause we always used to watch interviews, like even at yeah. the advent of YouTube with our bands and your favorite, but even like Davey Havoc, you'd sit down and listen to him talk and be like, wow, mm-hmm. that's so cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so hopefully we're doing that for somebody right now. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's all content creation, like DIY content creation, which is cool. Like, um, you know, y- y- a band could go out and put a record out and it could become huge and it, and it not be on any label at all. Mm-hmm. And now the labels are hitting them up, throwing like money at them just because they've already made a huge, you know, I mean, just the the rise of, uh, you know, like uh, SoundCloud rapping, for instance, like those people are getting like seven million dollar <laughs> contracts <laughs> off of SoundCloud, you know. Uh, but also like uh, I also wanted to mention like i think like just being uh going to hardcore shows since what 2000 or so and going to metal shows i think that it's become a lot more open-minded in my opinion like code orange is a band that uh, like blends all kinds of different styles you guys have a lot of industrial style i i think in, in some of your music uh and i don't think from my my standpoint, it doesn't seem like there's much pushback on that. People accept it. It's it's cool. It's different. Yeah. Uh, is that something you would agree with? Or absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that you know these shows we're doing right now with Soft Kill is like indicative of that. Totally. You know, just that the boundaries and barriers are kind of eroding, um, and there's more of an open mindedness to just music in general. You yeah. Know, you, you start to realize like a band like Turnstile too. Like right. They'll go out with yeah. like a you know like a post punk band absolutely. and then like a rapper or something. Right. Right. And you start you you know you start to see that. Like the this the world of music is a lot smaller than you think, and there's a lot of kind of commonalities across genres. Exactly. Um, I mean, we'd see the terror go on toward the casualties. You know, we'd see trash talk take rappers on. I think I think trash talk deserves a lot of that uh, for going out for with rappers early on. Like, I think trash talk is a band that you should definitely mention if you're going to talk about like crossing genres and crossing boundaries. But it's really cool, man. It's cool to see. Like, okay, so there's like. Well, and we've talked about, we just started broaching on this subject a couple of weeks ago, like this newer wave of upper, uh, upcoming hardcore bands who are getting a lot of attention from metal labels who have seen the, we, the work that's been put in. You know, we've been recording our own records for decades, uh, putting our own money into it. So to get a little support, but now we've got like, like a power trip. We've got a Code Orange. Harm's Way. Guys harmed, yeah, exactly. Yep. So like... Where do you see the future of this going, man? Like, we're going to see a big start... four tour, like back in the day when Metallica, <laughs> yeah, Megadeth, all that went tour? Will we see like a Harm's Way, Code Orange, Turnstile, freaking Power Trip tour? Like the monsters of like, this is your time now? <laughs> yeah. This is the next we'd, shit? We'd open every night. <laughs> I don't know about oh, that. Uh, <laughs> you'd be rolling yeah. the dice. The, <laughs> the future. I don't know. That's a really good question. I mean, and, and that's kind of what's so it's exciting. Unwritten, you know? Yeah. That's kind of what's so exciting about um, where we are right now is... Uh, this is this you know we're we just started the record cycle and touring yeah. on this record yeah. so we're very much at the beginning. Right. Um, however, we're we're certainly learning from our peers and learning um, from our people um, people who we pay attention to. We were told um, by lots of friends saying like yeah, Warped Tour is a great opportunity. You guys need to do this. Even though, like because I think anybody, especially coming from the background that that most hardcore bands come from, is like you hear Warped Tour and you're kind of like. Man, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's yeah, a risk. Like, yeah, no matter yeah. what, it's a risk. And it's a grind, too, from what I hear. Oh, right. for sure. <laughs> um, but, you know, we heard from credible people that it was good, a good thing to do. Good. Knocked Loose had a wonderful time. Simply wonderful. So, good. and they told us about it, and, and, you know, a lot of stuff like that. It's like, okay, well, like, let's go. Let's do it. Let's see what it can do. Let's see Plus what it can do. Plus, it's the last one. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get on there, we'll man. do it. 
Right. That's yeah. awesome. So, okay. So one thing I would like to acknowledge, like one of the most gnarly violent shows I've ever seen was in 2004 was Hatebreed First Blood in a huge, huge, like Soto, sh- uh, Showbox Soto yeah. down there. I was witnessing people crawling out, <laughs> bleeding from the face because <laughs> they just didn't, un- you know, yeah. you're bringing together like the push mosh metal kids. It was despite yeah, Daikon know? on that one too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, wh- how do you, do you guys still have a lot of your carryover? I would assume you would from the hardcore scene into the metal and then like. Have How does that interact? Yeah, like, what's, what's that been like? I'm sure you've had some interesting conversations, to say the least. Eclectic I'm trying to, conversation. I'm, I'm trying like, to hey, uh, new fans, like, it's okay. They, they know they're not trying to punch you in the face. Yeah. Really? Well, or they might be. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, how, how do your, like, maybe new fans interact with the old fans who just want to, you know? Get down. Mosh. Mouth. I, mean, I, think, I think it definitely creates some, some tension at shows. Um, you know, when there's, you know, people just want to stand up front and headbang or just kind of move around versus, right. like, hardcore kids who want to, like, spin kick and throw their fists. Right. Um, you know, I mean, I don't, I think uh, fights are obviously dumb, Yeah. you know, and the horseshoe f***ing, I'm sorry, guys. No, no, it's hey, all good, dude. The horseshoe f***ing. That's horse- exactly <laughs> what we call The horseshoe f***ing horseshoe. Oh, good. I almost swore earlier and yeah, I was yeah. like, ah! Hey, it's pre-recorded. man, go for the, it. Yeah, uh, like, the horseshoe sucks that happens at like a lot of hardcore yeah, yeah. people want to spin kick you know and i know it like it, it creates a weird vibe you know and i mean at the end of the day it's just you want people to just get down your band in any way shape or form right they, shout out to hate five six they are anti horseshoe yeah, yeah that's right. what's and, up sonny and you know <laughs> on on the record harm's way is very very much anti-horseshoe <laughs> fully nice. on the record fully on the record um, stop playing such heavy fucking jams yeah, there man god damn so i mean you know it, it's we want anyone and everyone to be able to get into our band yeah. and you know interact with it however you see fit. Um, so I just I guess you know more harmony at our shows, yeah. please. I mean that yeah. being that being said, we had we were talking about this the other day too. We we had lots of people coming to our headliner shows. I say lots of people, but well, let's say ten percent overall, which is ten percent overall, uh, who are saying like, yeah, I saw you on the Soulfly tour that we had done at the end right. of last year. That's tour. awesome. Yeah, and at those shows, there's kids you know like hardcore dancing who came out to see us. So like right. people, I think people who are into aggressive music, there's two things. They're they're familiar with it. And then also, especially like the older metalhead crowds, they are clinging to aggressive music. So if this is something that comes along with it, they're like, right on, man. You know, like bring it, bring you know, the within, within reason. They're, yeah. they're genuinely very cool and very like accepting of, oh, this is what these people do to this music, you know? You know, that's what I've found, actually, since all, all, all the interviews we've done for the last t- damn near two decades. It's always the up-and-coming bands, obviously not you guys, who are, like, hitting the peak that are, like, the biggest douchebags. <laughs> because they think they're on top of the world, but it's always the older heads, uh, like, you know, the bigger bands that are the most humble because they get it. You know what I mean? And so, thank you guys He's for He's talking about cool. deathcore bands. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I am. <laughs> so that said, uh, obviously you guys, as you mentioned, are just beginning the, the the tour cycle on this brand new record. That said, though, we know, and if you're working hard, and I know you are, you got plans. What's coming up for the rest of the year, maybe next year? What's up with Harm's Way for the you know the next can we foreseeable future? Yeah, what can we talk about? Anything that? you can talk yeah. about. Yeah. After we do, uh, after we finish Warped, we go to Europe. Um, nice. Cool. For... Uh, for the first time on, on Post Human, we'll be going out there with Ooh, Sanction. It's going to be good. Uh, Sanction is like a, a younger band from Yeah, the they Coast. just did that whole Dying Fetus tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so Sanction will be on it, and then a band from the UK called Renounced. So we'll be going over there for the first time uh, on Post Human. It'll be awesome. We've, we've obviously been to Europe a handful of times, but um, so we'll be supporting Post Human there. And then 
come home for a bit, and then we have we have a spring. Uh, I'm sorry, we have an early fall thing come. We have two things coming. See, I knew you guys had fall. plans. Yeah, <laughs> we can we can just on. say that we have like a, a very straight up hardcore tour coming up in early fall. Yeah, later fall we have a very metal tour. Yeah, nice. Another, some more, so we're, we're going to be doing a you know some crossover stuff, some hardcore stuff. Um, just kind of mixing it up over the the course of the. Um, Next six months. Yeah, it'll be say. everywhere, though. It'll That's be awesome. full, yeah. all over the U.S. Okay, all over cool. Are, are you Europe. coming back here? Hmm? Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, we don't have no, no dates have been announced. If enough yet. people come out to this one, maybe. Yeah, there you That's go. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I mean, so, our last time here was three years ago, which right? is crazy which to is think crazy. about. Yeah. The yeah. last time before that was four years ago. Yeah, so, so you know, we don't make it up here too often, but when we are here, we love it. Yeah, I mean, we're tucked up in the corner there. Yeah, it's so far. Okay, so you guys look at the roster of Metal Blade. It's crazy. I mean, you guys are label mates with Amonomarth. You guys are label mates with Guar, King Diamond, Merciful Fate. You guys are with some very heavy hitters in the metal world, even bands like Twitching Tongues. Uh, what are your like favorite Metal Blade bands of all time? Like like you know bands that broke up, bands that yeah, are current. Living what's like a what's like a the Metal Blade record for you? The Metal Re- Metal Blade records band for you? Putting them on the spot. Uh, uh, well, you know, past and present, um, certainly uh, Harm's Way is hugely influenced by Bolt Thrower. That's yes. one of our all-time Amen. Favorite, Amen. favorite bands. Um, we, uh, boy, I'm trying to think. What were some of the other bands? I mean, because yeah, there's so many. It's, it's like, <clears throat> what do I love, choose? Uh, I heard you guys mention Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, yeah. Cannibal Corpse. Slayer. I mean, obviously Slayer. Yeah. I love King Diamond. Yeah, yeah. Merciful Fate. The loose affiliation with... Metallica, Goo Goo Dolls, yeah, yeah Goo Goo Dolls for sure, <laughs> yeah. classic Goo Goo. You know, dizzy up the girl. Oh, maybe that was a little later. <laughs> Not the metal boy, but that's, I mean, that's huge. But that, yeah, it's, yeah, just the, even to have your guys' number in that catalog, Damn. Metal Blade. I mean, among so those, cool. it's awesome. And Brian Slagle is like one of the OGs. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, we met him. I think that's the only time we met Brian, right? Was he wearing a hockey jersey? At, at the, he was not. It was, <laughs> okay. was in Pomona, though. It was at the okay. Glass House show that you nice. met um, on the At The Gates tour. And he couldn't have been cooler. Couldn't have been um, more, like, welcoming. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's lots of people who work with Metal Blade who we're very, you know, close with. But Brian has a bit Shout of Shout out to a, Vince. Yeah, for sure. What up, Vince? Thank Brian you. has a bit of a, you know, um, a legend to oh, him. Absolutely. So it was very cool to meet him. It's cool to be um, not even... Just like associated, it's cool to be involved. With, yeah, you're part of the, the family. Label. Yeah, exactly. So that's awesome. It's awesome. Congratulations, Jen. So uh, the one of the last questions we like to ask, one of our favorite ones, and if show us if you can, if not, or if you want to, pick a scar on your body. Tell us a story about how you got it. Scar. <laughs> yeah. I have this crazy kind of Harry Potter thing up here. Oh wow, when that was, looks uh, like a right on the hairline. Yeah. Right there. I was, when I was six, I was in a car accident. And my head went through a window. Jesus, I Christ, got thirty-two man. stitches. Holy shit! Well, that's that's the that's is, it. That yeah. my appendix scar, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's hardcore. <laughs> I have a hardcore related scar. Okay, Let's cool. hear it. Yeah, I got a couple. But, I know. Yeah, I broke my arm at a terror shattered Rome show. So. It's it's not well. It's not as cool as like it just didn't happen at a hardcore show. But I uh, when I was I think a sophomore in high school, I traveled uh, to see uh, Mental. Nice. Uh, it was I'm the Mental saying. record release, and you know the seven inch. I think Think I Care played Mental, Stop and Think, um, Striking Distance, American Nightmare, Damn, um, and Suicide File. That's a great lineup. Mm-hmm. So, God damn, dude, you lucky but, son of a bitch. So we, long story short, we end up staying with this guy who offered. Um, 
us to stay at his house. Yeah. And his mom bought us bagels in the morning. And I was slicing the bagel. Bagel related injury. (laughs) (laughs) And I must have got through the bagel and didn't realize that I was cutting my own finger. They're still going. (laughs) And, And I got about, you know, I don't know, maybe a quarter of an inch into my finger and Jesus. And it still have a nice scar there today. It's like, hey, so, anybody I, want a bagel with a side of typo? So every <laughs> time I look at it, I'm like, yeah, that happened at, at, mental, the, uh, man. at the mental record. I like that we've been friends for like 15 years. I've never heard that story hey, before. Man. New and stories. that you chose oh, the let bagel me see story. It. Is it still there? You got it. Let me it's see still it. still there. Put yeah. that up. There. It's... See that thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lovely I like that you chose in. the bagel story over breaking your arm during our set. Yeah, it's that, like yeah, it's just par for the course. <laughs> everyone saw that. You know? <laughs> they saw the cast. I was on tour. Yeah, mine was so I have two scars, um, my left hand, actually wrist and left hand, and I, uh, I was like seventeen. I was in high school, um, and I was carrying candles upstairs from my mom. Okay, and I slipped going up the stairs, which I used to do all the time on my parents' stairs. They were carpeted. They're slippery. They're slippery. Um, Do some foot loose. I slip, the glass breaks, goes into my hand. Oh, no. Uh, And the significance of the story is, uh, so a couple days later, uh, Bo and I, um, our band at the time, which was our first band called Double Cross, it was like a youth crew, straight edge, hardcore band. Cool. Yeah, we were like 16, 17 years old. We had our record release for our first seven inch. Um, Oh, yeah. And so I had... I had to play the show with like my hand wrapped. Is it the outbreak show? Uh, I think they're yeah, yeah they're like outbreak. the Ice Factory in yeah, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. So our seven inch just comes out. It was like on a Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> it's our it's our record release. Um, so I had to play the show with like a bandaged hand <laughs> and and also lie to my parents about where I was going that night because if they <laughs> if they if they would have heard that I was playing this show with stitches in my hand, they would have not. Approved of that. Not cool. We're gonna go stay <laughs> so, over at uh, Jimmy's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, which which happened all the time when when I was when I was younger to go to shows. Just, yeah, you know, sleeping over here, sleeping over there. They had no idea I was going to the city to see bands. So so yeah, so I had to play the show with stitches in my hand. Uh, made it work. It sucked, but <laughs> did they pop? Works for a great story. You were good. Did you bleed? Uh, I did not bleed. Like Andrew WK. And- <laughs> every, every, everything worked out. Chris fine, also uh, broke his toe. Because he dropped my guitar head on his flip, oh! flip-flop wearing foot. Damn. Yeah. That was yeah, good. Don't yeah. wear flip-flops. Yeah. <laughs> Never again. It's an all-too-common nightmare. Harm's Way from Chicago in the studio uh, here on Metal Shop, man. Thank you guys again so much for coming up. Thanks yeah, for having no us. And we got one last question for you. If you could, now no matter how embarrassing it is, just be real with us. What was the first CD, tape, or record you actually bought with your own money? The first thing you actually sought out and purchased? Let's no guilty pleasures. The room. Guilty, guilty, guilty pleasures, pleasures do not exist. My first, I went to Tower Records. Cool. Chicago? In Chicago. Yep. Well, I was in, at Stratford in Bloomingdale, and I bought Thriller. Nice. Was, I think it was like 10 bucks. Damn yeah, fine Thriller. That's that's a great. Was it on cassette tape? It was on CD. Nice. Which was really crazy. We, nobody had CD players in their car. Yeah. Like my mom yeah, didn't have it. So yeah, I like, we didn't had to either. listen to it on this little crappy boombox. Boom yeah. yeah. Right. It was still great, I bet. Yeah, it was awesome. Mine... <laughs> <laughs> I I used to go to a babysitter's when I was in third grade, and sure. uh, the, her son was a little bit older than me, and, and he I remember he had just bought um, Green Day, yeah, uh, Dookie, Dookie, and yes. um, Weezer, the Blue Album, yes, 
And I remember saying, oh, I, I have to either get one of these, but I only have money for one. I yep. know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> the allowance conundrum. That's right. <laughs> and then I went to, um, I believe it was, is it called Coconuts? Is yeah, that Coconut. That record? Yeah. Coconut Records. Yeah, Coconut Records. And I bought uh, the Weezer Blue album. Yeah. First, first record I purchased. So. My friend, uh, he saw Hatebreed back in the day, and they covered My Name is Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Really? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Yo, somebody hit up it's Jamie. It's as strange as you would imagine. <laughs> Make that happen again. Wow. With Jamie singing like that. Like just, just goofing around on stage as like an encore. Okay. Just messing. Hilarious. <laughs> it's like Weekend Nachos. They covered. Yeah. Uh, in the we, garage. In the garage. That's and, awesome. And another song. Yeah, there's like a couple Weezer songs yeah. that they covered for like a limited seven inch they did. So. That rules. Yeah. Um, so I was I was given a lot of CDs by my older siblings. Um like, you know, Kerplunk and, you know, Nirvana's Nevermind, stuff like that. But the first CD I can f- honestly remember purchasing was Wu-Tang's Forever. Yes. Um, it's expensive. It's a double album. It was a double it's album. Like 30 bucks back in the day. And That's a commitment. I, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I, I purchased it from uh, Target, and I was, like, with my dad. And I remember specifically taking the price tag and trying to cover, like, the oh, frontal yeah. advisory sticker, <laughs> sticker with it. This um, album says the F word. Take yeah. this tipper core. Ten million times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I remember put, doing that and then purchasing the album and big investment. Dude, I remember that. I remember seeing the Triumph video, and I, I, uh, it came on, and it, I went to go take a shit, and I came out, <laughs> and it was still on. I was like, so this long. song is yeah. so long. Everyone's like, got like five verses. Everyone in has it. a verse. Yeah, it's it, crazy. All nine. So. It's a good album. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, dude, nothing but respect for you guys. Thank you again for coming from Chicago and handling business and like putting this music back out on the map. Not back out on that on the map, but on the map. And putting in effort, it's not easy. Congratulations on Metal Blade signing. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Post Human is great. Uh, do you guys have any final words for the Northwest audience before we head over to the High Line and eat some vegan sandwiches yeah. and mosh? <laughs> yeah, we'll be at the High Line tonight. Um, we'll be in Vancouver tomorrow uh, at the Astoria for any international listeners. And then we'll be down in Portland at the Hawthorne uh, yeah, on, right. on Sunday for anyone who may be listening from that part of the part of the states yeah, so we got a um, couple yeah 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 so yeah but we're, we're stoked to be here and hope to see you guys there right on thanks a lot guys thank you yep. thank you harm's way here on metal shop this has been metal shop's backstage pass this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.